Necessity is the mother of invention, so get ready for a mother of a ride. Gas up your laptops, your tablets, and devices, cause our asses are all quarantined inside. More and more every day, the world just feels so very far away. Less and less things to do, so pull up a chair and let us talk to you. I'm Summer. And I'm Cody, and this is the More and More Everyday Podcast. He's a fifth grade teacher. She's a historian. And this is a daily blog and interview series brought to you by the South Phoenix Oral History Project to capture and preserve the stories of students and teachers in the COVID-19 era. Welcome. Hi. Good morning. <laughs> We've got our coffee. Yeah. So let's talk about what, yeah. we're, what we're doing, what this is. So uh, what we're doing now is a... Friday weekly roundup. Mm-hmm. Going to talk about the highs and lows of the week, uh, what we've accomplished, what you've accomplished. No, um, we do it together. Yeah, what we've learned uh, throughout the week and, and how teaching and learning is going in the COVID 19 era. Yeah. Like I like make, it. Maybe, what are we about making predictions, too? All right. Okay, well, what, what have we done and what have we accomplished this week? Should we pull up our website? Yeah, you start with that. Okay. Well, um, I think we counted last night that since we started this project roughly three weeks ago, we now have 17 posts. Does that sound right? 17 or 18, I think it was, yeah. yeah and that's since like the 16th of, or 18th of March. The 18th to... of March, yeah. 17 Dang. posts. And what I think I'm most proud of when looking at the, the posts overall is that the last four have been by students yeah so we've had student submissions um, and we're going to continue to feature student submissions over the course of the next several weeks because we've had over almost 60 now but over 50 um, 55 at this point uh, students who have submitted written blog posts about their experiences so that's really rad amazing they're really good too I really like them a lot yeah, I think they're good. I think um, I think some of them are hopeful and and you know optimistic, and others are kind of raw. But either way, it gives us a pretty good impression as to how our how college students are faring right now. Man, how do you feel? Like, how do you come up with the titles for each one of them? Because every time I get an email about it, I'm like, oh, new title. That's I try kind of, to come up with like a cool title, yeah. you know, like Anna's interview, which that interview drops, um, that podcast episode drops today in in a few hours. Uh, she talks about she gave us a, a story from her book that she wrote about confronting an alligator in the wilderness. Mm. And I just thought, what a cool title to call it The Alligator. Okay, so here's what I'll show you. So if you look on the blog, if it's written by a person, it says by, you know, Summer Sherland or by Ana Gonzalez. But if it's about someone, like an interview we've done, it's just their name, you know, Stevie Stanford, Mm. Rebecca Barrett Fox. And I try to pull a quote or kind of a thought from the interview or from the post as part of the the title, but yeah. that's a great question. Thank you. It's awesome. Last week we interviewed, we had such great interviews. We interviewed Helen Sword, who is a master class teacher for academic writing, and she's based in New Zealand, in wow. Auckland, New Zealand. Talking with her was remarkable. Worldwide, and, and it was funny because you were talking to her. It's like, what time and day is it over there? It was uh, like it was like twenty three hours yeah. ahead or something. It's tomorrow already. It's tomorrow. <laughs> Um, that was a really great conversation. I, I genuinely enjoyed that conversation. I enjoy all of them, but that yeah. one was really neat. 
And then yesterday we interviewed a young woman who's a pre-med major and she <clears throat> has been taking the time during this quarantine to design and create and sell one-of-a-kind earrings. So she's got some good good things happening out of it. She's actually able to still be creative and do things. Yeah, and she's unleashing her creativity and she's finding ways to release herself from that like screen time fatigue. Oh, yeah. Um, it's been pretty rad, so. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. What have been some highs and lows for you this week, either? Well. Either with our project or yourself. Professionally, I want to start by saying I have learned a ton on how there's been so many things happening with uh, teaching and learning um, in the elementary level. And, and I've learned a lot about how to better utilize that the tools I have with that. Mm -hmm. So I'm really happy about that. That's a real big high. And, and seeing that kids are doing the work, parents are reaching out is, uh, is always, always great. And more and more use of it, huh? use the title there, um, using it more every day. And, um, and I'm really happy to see that's happening. So like, you know, there's not just a huge gap in the next couple of weeks here. We'll, we'll, we'll be able to keep them on track as best we can. And then I think with, you know, the support that the school districts have been giving out to, to people, um, with providing, you know, food services and, and, and technology and, and materials is super helpful. So um, that's been a pretty big high, seeing things moving forward and knowing that it's not coming to a stop. You know, mm -hmm. it's not coming to, it's over. You mm -hmm. know, the school year's over, but it's not over. And there's still a lot of things we can do and help out with, you know, mm -hmm. putting in time after in volunteer hours. So those have been some pretty good highs for me. Um, lows, I guess it's the fact that I haven't thought about Lowe's, but and that's always gets, gets me, you know. Uh, Lowe's, you know, I had a low moment the other day, like thinking about like as I was packing up student desks, as we had to go in there and pack everything up for the students because they couldn't do it. You know, it's nice to have when at the end of the year when the students do it because there's like 28 of them and, and you can get it done in 14 minutes and it's like, that's it, you know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, all the cleaning and everything and, and that would have been nice to have them, but... Um, it's also yeah. like there's so much closure at the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, that's what it was. When it was, you like you pack up your stuff and the kids are there's all that energy on that last yeah, day of school. Yeah. So the the low was like it was a really sad way to put things away. It was yeah. really sad and it was like oh, I'm gonna miss this kid. I'll, I'll hope they come back next year to our school and uh -huh. uh, I hope they didn't move back home, you know, or to a different family members, relatives, you know. Hope they hope they come back, you know. And it was just really sad seeing their stuff just packed away and yeah and you know put in a bag for them to come pick up you know that's just really sad way to look at it but i agree um that's a low and as i talked to other teachers that from a distance from a safe distance they always said the same thing too like mm -hmm. it's it's been real sad having to like pack it up you know and then you find that one kid you have like who has like a package of food they left in their desk and uh -oh. it's like oh you gotta be kidding me <laughs> like a tuna sandwich <laughs> i'm not gonna miss this kid so much you know but <laughs> it's not their fault you know we try to get them keep them cleaned up but no did the best we could, but my desk when I was in fifth grade was atrocious. Mm -hmm. I remember my teachers always complained about it during, you know, really you. Oh yeah, during um, yeah, parent-teacher conferences. I'm pretty sure my parents got an earful every yeah. year about how bad my desk yeah. was. Yeah, and so I I I, I would never have wished <laughs> that on my fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Minion. I I hope you never had to pack up anyone's desk like mine. I always thought it. It's always like <laughs> like sometimes. 
we we always start we usually clean desks about once a week or once every two weeks you know clean out the bad stuff but like before conferences it's always like we should really clean them up but like sometimes it's like no we're not cleaning them up your parents are going to see the mess you've created yeah that's they need smart. to see this mess you created is this what's going on and no. It, um, Those are such frustrating little cubby spaces too. They're for kids. so like, small. They're so small. And it's like 18 <laughs> inches wide, yeah. 15 inches deep, and six inches tall, and stuff whatever you can in there, you yeah. know. Plus yeah. your books and plus everything. Plus your books. So cool. Yeah. So um, what about your highs and lows? Have we talked about yours yet? Your I think I'll, I'll start with the lows. Um, I was thinking about this yesterday as as Bird, Birdie Birdie the producer and I were on a walk. Hmm. Um. The screen fatigue is starting to get to me. You know, the amount of meetings now, you know, added to, I mean, we, we put this on ourselves to have these interviews via Zoom, which is awesome because it's so much better to talk, talk face to face with the person um, instead of over the phone. Mm -hmm. So like that's an added, you know, eight hours or uh-huh. so of, of our week. And then the meetings, you know, there's all these Zoom meetings and some of them are really fun. It's great to see everybody, but then there's, you know, a significant amount of time where we're teaching. Well, I'm teaching online. So I'm in my class, you know, I'm having a meeting, I'm holding, I'm holding a meeting for students. I'm grading, I'm writing emails, I'm mm-hmm. designing lessons. And then there's cutting audio, you know, yep. there's writing for the, for the blog. And, um, I'm not complaining about the work, but I, I am acknowledging that my load this last week was my eyes felt really tired. Yeah. My brain felt pretty fried by yeah. yesterday. Yeah. And um, and that's hard because you know you're producing good work and you know you're doing the best you can in the situation we're in, but it takes a toll, you know? Yeah. It, it takes a toll on your brain power, your mental abilities. And I know that screen fatigue is real because there's a bunch of articles out there on the web right now about it. Yeah. Thanks um, a lot. Highs, I, uh, I have two kind of professional ones regarding our blog and our podcast, and then two kind of cute little anecdotes from my, my own life. But uh, one high is that our podcast Ooh. launched last week, <laughs> and on Wednesday... Three, we had three episodes, and by Wednesday, we had over 10 downloads. Oh, my gosh. So in less than three days, we already had 10 downloads. Not us, you and me, doing five downloads. No, I haven't downloaded anything because I have it already on the computer. It's in my mind. I've been yeah, and so that was really exciting. That's and, awesome. And I think what we're doing this weekly roundup for is um, we were sort of joking about this last night, and and we're gonna have to do this over happy hour in the future because it's so mm-hmm. much more enjoyable for people. But no. um, we we've heard from our listeners, thank you, Wasim, yeah. <laughs> that you're you really like hearing us right like you want to hear what we think and and you like these little banter chat conversations so pleasant um, banter yeah we thought we'd add we'd add some weekly roundups to the we should do start having people email us they want to shout us a shout out yeah that's That's a great very popular thing on the radio if you want us to um read read your name yeah or say your name or or sell sell your product just send us an email with your info and (laughs) Download us on iTunes. There I you guess. go. I guess. Shameless plug. Um, that was a high, and then the other high was um, just like the fact that we were featuring student voices, and and mm-hmm. when we counted up that we have how much if we did four, if we did four student profiles a week and one expert or faculty profile a week, uh-huh. and I have twenty faculty or expert profiles, oh 
and 50 students. How many, how much, many weeks of content do we already 50 have? 50 divided by four, about, what is that, 12 and a half. Uh, that's for doing one each day. And then you that's can for mix 10. You have 20 professors in yeah. there. Uh, do one of those every two weeks. Uh, so we have yeah. like roughly 12 <laughs> weeks of content already. Yeah. The thing that's, that's, that I'm a little nervous about is that so much of this stuff was written at the very beginning, mm. right? My well, students wrote it by, like, they sent these things to me, you know, right around the end of March, early April. Mm. So if we're 12 weeks out and we're all still in quarantine, the reactions and observations are going to be completely different. Well, there's been a lot of news breaking about the, the quarantine stuff. So it's, it's like it's not, it's not over. So there's going to be new emotions coming out of people. After. Yeah, that's what I mean is yeah. like we, I don't want to, I don't want to like historicize it incorrectly. Yeah. You got this one moment in time. Yeah. Um, two other low or two other highs. I have to tell you, this is so okay. cute. So, um, yesterday, you Birdie, told me yeah, the dog, yeah, Birdie and I were on a walk and, um, we're cruising and we're doing great. And this like, you know, bike gang of, of yeah. kids. <laughs> no, they're cute. <laughs> okay. Cool. They, they drive, they fly by. And this like little girl, probably about fifth grade goes, hi doggy, you're beautiful. Aww. And it just was so sweet. <laughs> like this little kid talking to Birdie. Aww. And then my my other high really, um, as you know, like I could not get enough of the some good news, Zoom surprise by John. How did they do that? How did they do that? Like how did they do that? Zoom doesn't function like that. You don't. You can't just like harmonize in Zoom. I gotta find a way to do that. And you and I need to make a video with as many people as we can. It, it, we should because here's the thing. I I'm called copy that. one of our one of the friends of the show, Liz Warren. She and I talked yesterday. Not not the not the Liz Warren you might be thinking of, but like the Liz Warren to us, yeah. right? Elizabeth Warren to us. Uh, she's a master storyteller and and an international author. She and I were talking yesterday, and we were discussing how as as a storyteller, right? That 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 idea of being able to bring in so many voices in unison. The production question is so pertinent, right? We're so confused. Like, how do they produce it? But if we can figure it out. I bet there's a math problem in here somewhere. I'm sure. And then one last high. Um, mm. We mentioned it in Anna's podcast, which dropped on the morning of uh, April 10th. But we got new music for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, so tell us about it. Had some help from uh, people out in Texas. Jake and Emily Speck. Jake, who is the executive director of the 80 Players at the George Theater outside of Houston, mm -hmm. um, and Emily, who is an assistant professor of music and the future Houston program ba coordinator of the music theater program at um, Houston Baptist Houston Baptist University, they composed and wrote our opening theme song. One take, nailed it, such sent pros. it off. It was like per such professionals. They're just such pros. Just so good at what they do. Yeah, it's awesome. So, so if, if you didn't and it's really it's really catchy. I I've been <laughs> singing around the house all day long. You know? I know. Morn, morn, it's really catchy. Every day. I don't know where they come up with it, but, and then they just the way that the way that the words just flow so well. It's like there are some people that have talent out there with music, and I'm glad they found it because. They have truly found something that they're really good at. We got some pros on the yeah. podcast we got a, now. We got her interviewed, so she was really great to hear, you know, how she's doing with music. Yeah, how do you do Zoom. that? Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's we talked cool. a lot with her about about that. So that brings me or brings us to this question. We we want to talk about what's coming up on the podcast and on the blog. So what do we have in the future? Let me check the schedule. I don't have it in front of me because I'm not the I'm not the producer. I am I don't know what I am, actually. You're the co-host. <laughs> co okay. so, it's the third time you told me that. But, um, um, yeah. Okay, coming up, I think we have more 
and more every day. Uh, every day. Yeah. More and more uh, blogs to post and more and more uh, people to reach out to. Yeah. Well, who are those people coming up, Summer? Do you okay, know? so we've interviewed, um, I mentioned Helen Sword of Auckland, New Zealand. Okay. We interviewed Meg, the oh. earring designer, mm-hmm. pre-med student of Austin, Texas. We interviewed um, Rebecca Barrett-Fox of Arkansas State. We interviewed Anna Switzer of Manitou Springs, Colorado. And you have a guy coming up next week up oh, from the East Coast. Oh, man, I'm so glad you brought that Jumped up. Jumped on your punch right there. I am so glad you brought that up. I am, I have, I, to Wasim, if you're listening, <laughs> our listener Wasim, I have stars in my eyes right now. I am so excited for Tuesday's interview. Mm. We are interviewing the internationally renowned speaker and expert on education, His name is Timothy Eatman, and he writes on co-learning, like faculty collaborative learning with students, and he also writes about this concept of the shrinking imagination. And I was so lucky to get to see his keynote put on by the AAC&U. The AAC&U did a digital conference in the third week of March, and he was the keynote, and I was 100% enraptured by his keynote. Cool. And so I reached out to him on his website, and uh, he said yes. People, they're just like us, man. I know. I'm <laughs> so excited to interview him. He's he he is. Oh, that's that great. is going to be so so that's, great. That's key. Yeah. So we've got all kinds of interviews coming for you. Um, we'd love your feedback on uh, really all of it. We're learning how to podcast. We're learning how to edit. We're learning how to like make the sound good. <laughs> we're learning how to talk to each other. We're, yeah, we're into a microphone. A little bit like counseling. It's just like yeah, the microphone counselor. <laughs> <laughs> but we've also interviewed some really great experts from South Mountain Community College, and I want to give them a shout out because we have so much talent on our campus, and um, I can't wait to feature some of their work. Yeah. So um, Dr. Pete Fasciola of the Communications Department at South, Dr. Bill Beverly, who's a mental health expert. I, we've got an interview with him, and he's got some really great resources for students and faculty who might be struggling with mental health. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Liz Warren of the Storytelling Institute. Oh, yeah. She's a good one. She's incredible. And we have several interviews with students from South as well. So we've got we've got a lot in the we've in got the a works. lot in the banks. This yeah. thing is not going away. It's not. I'm sorry. It's not. <laughs> our living room is now a studio. Our, I know, it's so the cool. Traveling, the traveling microphone. It's great. It's really great. Yeah. Commercial free. It is commercial free for it's now nice. because we are not sponsored by anybody because not we're yet. an independent podcast. Maybe we'll get Dr. Scholl's to kick in some insoles or something. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. No, Scholl. No, that's not. Dr. Scholl, if you're listening, come on the show. <laughs> Webster's Dictionary. From the 1960s. Come on down. All right. Dr. Pepper, Dr. Scholl. As we've been doing these interviews and writing and all this, Cody, have you had any aha moments? Have you learned any lessons from this particular project directly? Okay. So in some of the interviews, I've noticed that a, a lot of them have... Um, you know, learning through a struggle is how you learn, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and I've always known that, you know, we do that with kids like that, you know, it's, you got to struggle to kind of learn and we do that with a lot with like math, you know, and, um, but with this whole situation and everybody's been struggling with learning online, um, or not, I don't know, struggling, but it's like everybody is reacting to it differently, but some of it's new for some people. And, um, it's just, you know, you, we will be stronger from all this, you know, we'll be, we'll be better for all this, yeah. you know, because we're going to struggle through it and we're going to get through it and we're going to problem solve. And, and that's where it's, that's where the, um, that's where the magic happens is when we're all putting up with the challenges we're facing and, and getting through it, persevering. Yeah. 
So this is a struggle. The struggle, the grit, all that, those fancy words, but it's, it is real. It's so true because about two years ago, you know, we're filming this in April, 2020, about two years ago, there was this huge resurgence of the concept of grit mm-hmm. and resilience mm-hmm. in education. Yeah. And I think we were talking about individual grit and individual resilience, like a, a kid having or a student having to overcome yeah. um, homelessness or lack of resources or domestic abuse or even just their own self-doubt. Mm-hmm. And, and that the struggle to, to manage your education is founded in yeah. resilience and grit. Yeah. But I don't think we were aware that it would become a holistic battle, right? That mm-hmm. we are all now exercising resilience or, or even just beginning to consider resilience. Yeah, it's now real. It's in front of you. Nationally and institutionally. Everywhere. Not just us as individuals, but we as an academy, we as educators, we yeah. as an institution. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Um, my aha moments, yeah. um, I have two. One is from Anna Switzer's interview when she said that she's taken by the fact that we are coming together by staying apart. And I thought that was a really poetic and beautiful way to, to, to envision and understand the reality we're in right now, which is in order to protect the well-being of the planet and of the, well, the human race, maybe not the planet, but the human mm-hmm. race, yeah. it is our duty to stay apart, which I can't stand that Keep concept. Keep your but, distance. Yeah, but that like we as a society have agreed to do this. And yeah. I think that that's really neat. Pausing for the tr- trash truck. Pausing for the trash truck. Sorry, Wasim. So trashy. I'm fully going to talk to Wasim in every single one of these weekly roundups, by the way. As you should. Yeah. Maybe we should have him call in. Yeah, I'd be Yeah, we should have Wasim him call in on Friday. Or Denise, Friday. too. She's a counselor. Well, she we'll can... interview Denise for sure if she wants to be interviewed. Denise, be nice. Oh, my gosh. Can I can I say one more thing that I'm looking forward to before I give my, aha mo- my last aha yeah. moment? Or just remind me. How about that? Okay, Okay. so my second aha moment comes from my interview, um, or our interview rather, with Rebecca Barrett-Fox. Okay. And I have used this quote every day since we interviewed her, so Mm. for the last 10 days or something like that. That's awesome. And the quote she said was, you're not working from home. Mm. You are at home during a crisis trying to get some work done. Yeah. And there's so much in that sentence or those two sentences that allows for us to release the expectation. Mm. You know, for for academics like myself, you know, maybe our writing has taken a backseat because we're reacting. We're in a reactionary place. Or maybe for teachers, you know, your lessons aren't perfect or polished. And maybe for students, your concentration is just not there. And there's, and so we need to recognize and we need to honor and celebrate in some ways that, that this doesn't have to be a new normal right now. Right now, you, your job is to stay healthy, to stay away, right? Stay home, stay healthy. And if you can, get some work done. Yeah. I just think that was the most graceful. Yeah message for students and teachers right now and i think it 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 speaks to everybody because you know we're all in a different situation different boat and and we don't all we're not on the same level you know we're not all the same person so yeah you can't just say just get work done from home you can't because everybody's got different challenges and and that's that's the way it is yeah so that's pretty cool yeah pretty great 
Before we close, I want to mention <clears throat> two more people I'm really excited to interview. Ooh. Okay, so the first... Tom Brady. Oh, I wish. No, actually, I have no interest in interviewing Tom Brady. Cool. But Tom, <laughs> if you're listening... Tommy boy. Tell Giselle to come on the show. Um, okay, so... <laughs> Just... <laughs> not you, Tom. No. no. I'd so much rather interview his wife. Okay. Oh my gosh, should we ever do impressions on here? I'm like, on yeah, the show. do you know how to do impressions? Oh, I can do impressions. Wasim, are you listening? Does Cody know how to do mm. impressions? <laughs> oh, I can do impressions all day long. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I am so excited to interview Heather Moreno. Ooh. She is a professor of dental hygiene, I think. And Ooh. I'll have to double check that so that I get it right. Um, she's out of California and she works at a community college there. She used to work for the Maricopa Community College District. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And so um, I'm really excited to interview her because she's multitasking, right? Home, homeschooling and teaching mm -hmm. online right now. And also, how do you teach something as kinesthetic as dental mm. online? Like, what a fascinating question. Wow. And then the other person who's also out of California, Los Angeles, is Lalo Quesada. Oh. The last we talked, Lalo is a teacher of orientation. So he teaches kids with special needs, particularly blind kids, mm. how to navigate, you know, maps gosh. and physical spaces. So again, how are you doing this in oh a quarantine? I cannot wait to interview either of both of them. And in one, in some ways, because they're fascinating hmm. with what they do, and in others, because from what I know of both Heather and Lalo, they are hilarious. Love them both. I really yeah. do. <laughs> I, I like both those people. I know. I know them from the past, and and they are going to be great interviews. It's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait. I oh, think yeah. Lalo's interview is next Thursday, so that'll be a okay. blast. Yeah, that'll on be the blast. books. It'll be good. So, uh, before we end, let's yes. do plugs. What are you watching right now to take mm. your mind off COVID nineteen? What are what are you listening to, reading, anything like that? You know, um, I I purchased a book on. It's called The Limitless Mind um, by an author named Joe Bowler. I'm going to be part of a group book study that we're going to be reading about, um, you know, untapped potential. And it's going to be great. Leadership? Making, yeah, making a, a good leader great, you know, great leadership, you know. So is I'm it a specific seven. education book or is it uh, more like self-help leadership type stuff? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. Joe Bull is at Stanford. Uh, she's a math uh, professor there and, and, you know, really makes you believe uh, about how math can uh, about the power of math. So I watched her in work-related professional development. And there was, because it was in the COVID thing, they opened this thing up to like, it was like a thousand people in the oh, in wow. the presentation. And it was like open and like their enrollment was at 9,999. It was like, it was completely they filled up. Their because everybody, like all the schools were like, let's send our teachers to some professional learning. Boom. Yeah. So that was cool. <laughs> I was going to say we should interview some of your teachers. I, I got some people that would love to be interviewed. I think that would be great. Do you great. know who I want to interview from your school? No. <laughs> well, I really want to interview Carrie because I think she's amazing. She's hilarious. And she's funny. Yeah. yeah. She, she's Carrie. Carrie, if you're listening, we want to interview you. Yeah. And I really want to interview Jackie Davis. Oh, yeah. Jackie. Yeah. Jackie she's Davis great. is amazing. And she's, she's a kindergarten got, teacher. She's like the best personality and she's been teaching for a long time. Mm -hmm. She teaches kindergarten, mm -hmm. and you know she. I could. I don't want to ruin it, but like she's talking about the, the the unfortunate thing about when this happened is like in kindergarten. This is where a lot of things happen in the quarter four, you know, and because they've true? a lot of learning already yeah. done. Isn't Sorry. that true? It's true. Um, but anyway, TV. What are we watching? We watched. We're watching Better Call Saul again. We are. We are revisiting Better Call Saul. It's super. Um, 
it's really hard for me to remember the yeah. first couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been helpful to kind of revisit that. My favorite characters I know are going to end up dying. They're all going to die probably. They're going to have to because they never show up in Breaking Bad. Yeah. I just, I love Kim, Kim Wexler. And I love Nacho. Um, what about you? Oh. Some of the pop culture things you're into. Okay, so I'm struggling right now. So if anybody wants to send me some... Wasim, if you have some suggestions of books I should read, let me know. Because I'm really having a hard time turning off my devices. You mm-hmm. know, I go from my computer to my TV. or to, to, From the computer to the TV to the phone. You know, and then to the TV again. What if we read to each other? <laughs> yeah, I just, there's something wrong with my brain right now. You sit I, in one chair, I'll sit in another one just read to you. I, they did that in the whole the day. The team sure. rabbit. I just, I think there's, I think there's such an anxiety and urgency right now in my, in my brain mm. and in my heart that it's like, I can't calmly open a book and read. <laughs> and read. Give me this book. Yes, exactly. So I'm a little freaked out by that. Um, but I, in terms of plugs, um, I got to plug my girl Meg with the earrings. Mm. Uh, Abilene Rose TX for Texas. She, You can find her on Instagram. She makes these incredible lightweight clay earrings. And mm. she's a pre-med student, so support her journey. I guess I've been watching a lot of Gilmore Girls again mm-hmm. because my very very favorite podcast of all time, Kevin T. Porter and nice. Demi Adigiwi Bay. Nailed it. Uh, are the Gilmore Guys. And I think their podcast is 100% one of the best models for... Nice. An, an enjoyable podcast. Very cool. Yeah, and it's no, it's no joke that there's, it's no surprise you, that they they were successful with. You their you said it right. You got to find somebody that already has a fan base and you just go from there. Like, well, that's what worked for them, right? Like they they followed a a series that's beloved for many people, mm-hmm. and but I don't think that pays off every time. I think I honestly think those two hosts were were special. Nice. Um, and so I've been listening to them, and I've been watching a lot of Gilmore Girls to keep up with with their podcast and that's about it so where can people find us if they're looking for the more and more everyday podcast well we're blog? available on itunes i know that they can find us on itunes Buzz, okay they can find us on buzzsprout yeah you can find us on itunes and spotify spotify if and you look stitcher. hard enough stitcher and tune in alexa sure whatever that is i think we're on pandora oh my gosh um i think we might be on iHeartRadio. radio oh no way that's awesome we got a logo and everything song and yeah, so if you want to email us, you can reach us at uh, none of our. Uh, I told uh, one of our narrators, I said, we didn't brand ourselves very well because everything is different. Our blog name is different, oh, our website is different, man. our Insta is different, and our, our podcast and our blog are the only two things that are the same. But that's We're not okay. paid to do that. That's no. not our job. So our, our Instagram handle is at SMCC History, SMCC being South Mountain Community College. Mm-hmm. So at SMCC History. You can find our website at South Phoenix Oral History Project. Nope, SouthPhoenixOralHistory.com. I, sorry. <laughs> this is our bad branding in the South Phoenix. And you can send us an email at HistorySouthMountain at gmail.com. That works. Well, thanks for the weekly roundup, Coach. That was fun. A little next, sesh. Next week, we'll do it over a happy hour. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be great. You can find us at SouthPhoenixOralHistory.com, on Instagram at SMCCHistory, or send us an email at HistorySouthMountain at gmail.com. Music provided by Jake and Emily Speck.